Hey guys, it's Fab here, and we appreciate all the love we receive, but our social media is getting a little jealous. So do us a favor, open your Instagram and type in Last Call Podcast and send us a follow. You can comment under our photos and pictures and let us know what you want us to talk about each week. And if you haven't followed us on iTunes and SoundCloud yet, go ahead and search Last Call Podcast and make sure you get the one with Ken Fab Dave to get all the episodes as soon as they drop. Thanks again for listening. Keep your glass full, drink responsibly, and make sure you tip your bartender. Okay, last call. Order now before I turn on the lights and you really see what's going on with yourself. Check, check one, two, check one, two. What's poppin', folk? How y'all doing today? My name's Ken. I'm Fab. And I'm Dave. And you listen to the Last Call Podcast. Hey. You know it, Dave. Don't get hit by that light. We, we, we need you here, bro. Um, what's going on, folks? How, how's everything? Everything's all right. All right. Um, <laughs> we have a special guest in the building with us tonight. Um, go ahead, Michelle. You can go ahead and introduce yourself. Hola. Hi, everyone. <laughs> I'm L or Michelle. Whatever. Is there one that you prefer? Um... L. L. At All this right. point, we're gonna go with L. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's that. An executive decision yes. has been made. We're gonna go with L. Mm-hmm. So L, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, mm, I know it's complicated. Oh, complicated question. Well, I'm here because I'm friends with all of you guys. Okay, this is true. Um, this is true. I've known Fab for a while now, okay. and lucky to meet all the rest of you guys in the room. I am a singer slash songwriter, mm-hmm. uh, one half of the You're Welcome crew, mm. That I am the mix that I do with Fab, and I work in media marketing. I'm also right. I do a lot of things. That's right. We're, we appreciate you coming, sharing your time with us, and sharing your opinions. Um, we definitely going to go back and forth about some stuff. Um, I have a question. How did that combination... This of the eclectic music that y'all put out, how did that come about? Like, what was the origin behind that, Fab? Um, I think like, well, after like we met at Essence, like through a mutual friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I guess we like started hanging out and getting to know one each other, and we realized like our music taste was similar in the sense that we didn't like mainstream music (laughs) and then um talk you know that led to talking about like the current state of music and like where it's going and then like oh well have you heard this artist and this artist and like kind of like finding like an underground uh event or category Mm -hmm. or community of artists um that we would kind of just share with each other and then we decided one day like wouldn't it be cool if we kind of like linked up and like put our efforts together to create something so that like if people like us felt like that then other if we felt like that then other people must feel the same you way weren't the only there. ones right. there's yeah. no way so um we did you know one and we put it out and we got really good feedback so we kept going yeah so what volume are we at right now the next volume ten. will be 10 yeah wow. yeah your tens up folks um definitely go check it out um the name is go ahead plug it you're welcome the you're, mix okay volumes one through nine you can find on mixcloud or soundcloud or why am i so dope.com why am i so dope.com and it's definitely like no mix is alike like each set list is different but, but eclectic and definitely a dope listen to um for anybody that hasn't heard any of the you're welcome mixes um how do y'all go about selecting the songs is it like mutual like input you fight over this song should make it but this song shouldn't or uh sometimes <laughs> there was one what was the one i don't know and there i was really one oh it was, it was like, the erica badu song you were like no i don't like oh it. because it's like Give what's, it. what song was it it Fall was down from yeah it was phone down yeah. because she don't say nothing but i can make it put your phone <laughs> down and i was like we need more than this I know. <laughs> it just generally which... it just works yeah um we come up with a theme um mm-hmm. i pull the majority of the songs but mm-hmm. fab always if there's something missing she adds it um and sometimes we collaborate completely mm-hmm. one we did last year on women was like a total collaboration of our favorites so 
we don't really have to fight about it it just works it usually yeah we pretty much get it um get the because we talk about the theme first okay so we kind of know like what direction we want to go to so michelle is like the the like uh, she pulls the music and then like i try and like make it blend all nicely yeah Cool. Much it. We can go find you on which uh, is, is it not on SoundCloud? I know you've had your beefs with SoundCloud. <sighs> okay, fuck SoundCloud. <laughs> where where um, can we find these? Mixes fuck SoundCloud, then? but still listen to us on SoundCloud. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> um, no, but like uh, it's just been a struggle with SoundCloud because originally we were doing mixes on there. Then we put a mix that had what was it Drake or somebody on mm, it? It was a Rihanna song. Yeah, and they pulled it. Yeah. So they pull the whole entire the mix whole off. fucking mm-hmm. mix. They don't warn you nothing. So, like, you can have, and then, like, it, it was just, like, this weird wave of um, music labels, like, just mm-hmm. attacking SoundCloud. And I know people Jesus. that have 10 years of, like, mixes and DJ work on there that just got deleted like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, they're, like, super strict. And then, at the top of the year, they made a whole announcement that they were, like, we're not going to pull DJ mixes anymore, right. blah, blah, blah. And that was a lie because as soon as we put something up, it, it got one. pulled. Right. Um, so Mixcloud is our go-to right now. Mixcloud. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You can always hit my blog, yeah. whyamisodope.com. Yeah. Um, Why are the you so welcome dope? tab is where everything lives. Okay. Yeah, with song lists and everything. So And then you get the write-up and the inspiration behind everything. So that's definitely the best place to go find it. Yep. Speaking of... Um, Music. I know you, Elliot, had mentioned something that uh, was, was a, tr- uh, um, a playlist that was specifically aimed for women. Mm-hmm. I know, Fab, you have a women's event geared up for in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. You want to go ahead and touch on that? Um, yeah, sure. So, um, Mile High is coming back. We haven't done one since our Halloween party, um, but we're where our next event is on the twenty fifth, and. Uh, we're we're almost like we're ninety five percent secure on this venue, but okay. I don't want to announce it just in case. Okay. Um. So, but it's it might be in Brooklyn. Um. Ooh-hoo. Yeah, which would be the first time for us. Usually we're at the Attic or um, Hudson Terrace. Fuck both of their venues. Establishments. Yeah, it was fun while it lasted, kind of thing. But anyways, positive. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're doing an all woman DJ lineup to celebrate. Nice March, which is Women's Month. So, yeah, it should be fun. And we're donating a portion of the proceeds to Planned Parenthood um, because they're in trouble. The attack of the fuckery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Michelle's mix is what you were talking about yeah. <laughs> before you asked me about that. Um, what was it called again? That one was Because Queens. No, I was thinking of um, oh, wait. the mix, your playlist joint oh. that you used to put out. Oh, wow repeat button yeah i was doing that that's how it started that's how it started yeah uh every week i would pull five songs that i would find on soundcloud and this was before soundcloud started with their bullshit and Mm -hmm. wanted to compete with spotify and apple music and when they changed the format it got different with crate digging yeah the algorithms yeah it just Mm. doesn't work the same but back then I would just pull five songs that I found that I liked and put them out. And that's when Fab first started DJing. We were like, we might as well do this together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dope. Good stuff. Um, so we're going to dive into uh, content that doesn't delve into music. Um, but we might actually end up touching on music because it actually circles. Well, it comes back full circle around to it. But before we get into that, um, um, Fab, I guess I want to let you get your music off because I know we always get oh, into it. Yeah. We always get into it late. And I, I I've been trying to, I'm like, damn, we gotta get Fab's music Show. in earlier. Where's my phone? Uh, have you heard the uh, Frank Ocean song? The new one? Mm hmm. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> There's a hesitation of disappointment in your voice right now. <laughs> I want. Oh, I know people hate when people say stuff like this, but I want the old Frank Ocean oh. fucking back. Like, I want Frank Ocean when he used to make good R&B. I don't oh. like the cadence and the rhythms that he's using right now, oh. which I mean, the I, music, do you still think the music is good, though? You're just, you, um, you're I have to listen to it again. Don't... I have to listen to it again to really get into like lyrics and stuff. But oh. when I just heard it oh, the first time um, right. listening to the sound of it, I was like, oh, OK, cool. You're doing what everybody else is doing. Good for you. Yikes. Sorry. <laughs> I don't even want to listen to that shit no more. <laughs> um, as I cue I this up, it. did you guys hear No Frauds? I did. I did hear it one time. Mm-mm. 
That's all I really needed to hear. It was okay. Your thoughts, Dave? I liked it. Yeah? Yeah. I didn't hate it. It It wasn't bad. It was jamming. It was very much jamming. Mm. Jamming. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I guess it's been a while since you had music from, you know, Young Money, right? Um, Wayne and Drake and Nicki, you know, so see them back together. I guess it's like, okay, reminiscent of old times. I've heard better songs from all of them together on the same track together. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't a bad song. But as a diss song. As a diss song, it was was like jazz. Rather weak. It was a jazz. It was rather weak. It was a little toe tap. It was a little... Just, uh, maybe there's more coming. Maybe there's not. Nobody cares nah, anymore. Anyway. At this point, hey, you waited God too long. Damn it. You waited too long. You done made her make music. It's not no even more. that. But Remy has already like regretted her diss track before right. Nicki even responded. Right. So like who cares? <laughs> she went if through you a whole cycle. Right. right. Like how you regret your own diss track? That's something you say in private. <laughs> The fuck? What kind of rap is this? Like, what the fuck? But you gonna curse someone out? Even if you feel bad, you can't let nobody know. But what she said was real after she said why she regretted it because she was right. And I think I, I'm a little biased because I made the same point on the previous episode. Whereas, I mean, as women going at each other in, you know, in a rap industry, why why is it always got to be them pitted against each other instead of them working? Okay, together? but she still did it. She still did that's it. like your mom beating your ass and being like, "You see what you made me do?" But you ma- see, when did like, your mother what? do that? All the, time. All the time. All the time. All the time. All the time. It was my Every fault. My time. ass got beat. I didn't want to do this. This hurts right. me more than it hurts you. Right? Man, shut up, Remy. Girl, some girl. Girl, some but balls. But still, man. it was just like that's super weak. Like by the time. Like Nikki actually showed up to the fight with her like fucking big stage performance with fireworks and shit. Like nobody Niggas was there anymore. Left the building, yeah. Niggas had left. Yeah, she was like, yeah. Wait, oh, wait, it's still going on. Oh. Two people were late. <laughs> they um, were all Nicki Minaj fans. Still have an audience. So right. the song for the day, in continuation with the South by little theme going on, um, we have Gold Link, and the song is called Crew. She see money all around me I look like I'm the man Yeah, but I was down and out like last week Tell me where have you been? Yeah, you came out of hiding, girl Don't act like I'm your man I'm just a fan You don't hold me No, 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 no Don't hold no Really less, nigga with a sick ass mouth and a slick ass flow uh-huh. Got your bitch around me, nigga, and I'm playing when I'm coming for the kitty Got my full goddamn, do it for my niggas in the coast right there Do it for my niggas in the ghost right now Niggas got killed for the boy, living dreams in the hills And they watching for the boy right now, goddamn, what a time, what a year uh, We are with them young boys feel I kill, never be killed, that's real, no lie You can tell it from my peers right now Don't you wanna fuck me now? Don't you wanna love me down? You can't tie me down like Ray J said, but no, I'm down. Freaking nigga, show me some. Shake it like you owe me some. Put your on the pussy like a button. Can't for time, fit time, you bust. Still getting ready in a function. Bitches on my dick like it's nothing. Everywhere I go now, always got shit bumping, jumping, jumping, jumping. Hey, nice to meet. Hey, hey, who you be? Down the east and southeast. Got a clap into this beat. She invite me to her crib. I'm a savage in traffic with Mac 11s Bad bitch, and she's Spanish I fly her to call her cousins We get nasty, I'm her daddy She know a nigga ain't average Ain't nothing wrong with fake asses Bitch, turn around, let's make magic I'm geeking, uh-huh, I'm on it Don't look at me like you want it Tell them that we ain't starting it Fourth down, we ain't punting it King of this track, Columbia Can't come here without a permit This shit really a jungle Gorillas and yeah, so that's Gold Link Crew. Um, I think the track's pretty fire. What do you guys think? I think it's smooth. I like it. Yeah. I can vibe out to it. Nah, I'm a Gold Link fan. So. Yeah, I definitely am yeah. a big fan of Ish. I mean, uh, Gold Link. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She did that on purpose. Yeah, I did. Ish don't look like Ish don't look like fucking Golan. Oh, look like, like I thought you meant that's crazy. I thought you meant sound, Bruh. and I'm like, when did Ish start rapping? Bruh, Bruh I swear to when God, I've been surprised. And you ain't never seen him in the same place. Is Ish still doing his podcast? 
Yeah. He is. Yeah, he is. Uh, I was wondering. Um, okay, cool. So, Ken, by the way. What's up? We don't have anything to drink, y'all. Because That's not true. Ken, that okay. Let me Ken stop you right there. Let me lint, stop so you. He just made it a dry right there. It's dry. I myself, Ken, am not drinking. Sponsored by the good folks <laughs> at Lent. Sponsored by Jesus. <laughs> um, y'all are so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but I did bring something to drink. Fab. Mm. Um. Where is it at? It's around here. Somewhere. Exactly. It's champagne. You guys want to pop champagne? Chomps. Hello, chomps. No, we're not popping champagne. Not interested. Pop champagne. Oh. Okay, so. <laughs> Bartender mad. We done turned the bar into a goddamn social hangout right. spot. Right. At least have the Bible out. We own some scriptures. I wonder, if, I, I wonder if he charges $8 for cranberry like they did at Rumpoo. <laughs> <laughs> Try Wait, what? $8. For a cranberry, a cranberry juice? juice. Cranberry juice. Are you sure there was no liquor in it? I promise you. <laughs> I can, I can, one hundred and ten percent assure you that there was no liquor in it because it was my drink. I don't understand. You, How did you accept that? <laughs> right. Oh, I didn't pay. Oh, did, but you took it. Left the yeah, office to it. pay for it. Committed arson. Left didn't pay for it either. <laughs> he so didn't. What he said? No, he just took that shit. He, and said, he just turned around. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. I don't understand. Charge me eight dollars for a shit that you just poured out of an ocean right. spray bottle. Look, ocean spray cranberry juice is disgusting. You deserve better than that. <laughs> but um, Rum Punch drunk was uh, Rum Punch drunk. Rum Punch, um, yeah, that thing. <laughs> um, it was cool. It was a good time in there. That's all right. Um, can't tell us something that happened to me on the way over here that was fucking hilarious. Well, I found it hilarious. So Fab didn't know I take a toll to get over here every day. Um, that we come film the podcast, from film the podcast, right? So there was crazy traffic today. Like I don't know if everybody was trying to leave the city because of this oncoming blizzard that's on the way. Hundred percent. Um, but so it was a ride that takes me fifteen twenty minutes. Literally took me forty five minutes because of traffic. So boom. So I'm like approaching the toll, and the toll line like because for one ever reason there's only two cash lines and six easy pass lanes, right? So I'm approaching the cash lane. Yes, okay. I tried to debo my way into the line when there was like 40 cars behind me and I tried to get him to like the sixth car, seventh car before the toll, right? Mm-hmm. So, there, but the space was there, right? The space was there. So I like p- pulled up, I'm about to, you know, turn to the lane and then the guy that was behind me that had the space like said, no, nah, nigga, and tried to pull up in front of me. Like, deliberately tried to pull up in front of me, right? Mm-hmm. So he, like, pulls up right next to me, window by window. And I, like, look at him, and I wave at him. Like, <laughs> what's up, nigga? And he's, like, pissed off that I'm, like, pretty jovial about it. So he's, like, he beats me in front of the spot, right? So he's in front of me at this point. But the car behind me sees everything, and he was like, just go ahead to me. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I get in behind this guy. This guy, you know what he does? Instead of just going about his business and being just like, all right, I got it, he sticks his hand and head out the window to wave back at me, right? Like, oh, nigga, you ain't getting in front of me. This nigga slams into the car in front of us. You dumbass nigga. I I was like, no, he didn't. Did you slowly drive Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I roll the windows down and say, ha! <laughs> God don't like ugly nigga. The pettiness is just ridiculous. Yeah, it was on ten. But it was great. Question. What's up? Why don't you have an easy pass? So, <laughs> oh shit, the real question. So, well, you're right. <laughs> no, here's what happened. Um, I did have an easy pass. So here's the thing about. Uh, did we go over that? I don't think we touched on this with with easy pass. Real quick. So easy pass. Easy arbit- pass so. Real quick. Ar- easy pass is great. Don't get me wrong. But they arbitrarily raise up the amount that they charge your card. Especially if it's automatic. Only if it's automatic. If it's, yeah, yeah, if it's automatic. So, like, I was on a consistent, like, when it would run out, it would be $25, $25, $25 to replenish. Fine, cool. All of a sudden, one day, I noticed I'm getting $100 charges. Yep. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I didn't I didn't co-sign this. So I called them up, and I was like, yo, what the fuck? they're like oh after three months we can vary how much you use the easy pass right and just arbitrarily make up a number that they're going to charge you i'm like based on how much you use it right and Uh. not to cut you off because this happened to me when i was younger so let's say you go to philly for the day Mm -hmm. they're gonna now think that you always go to philly and base that number based on your monthly fee 
So there, there was one time when they charged me three hundred, three hundred dollars out of nowhere. Tomato based. It went from it went from twenty five to one hundred, and from one hundred to three hundred dollars. Yeah. I said, "Go fuck yourself! You don't have the right to arm. What if I don't have three hundred dollars in my account? Like yeah. you know what I'm saying, it, it really pissed me off. So I was like, "Fuck them! I'm just gonna pay my cash okay, money. Yeah, you but you can just reason. replenish as you go. What do you mean? <laughs> it doesn't have to be automatic payments." You could just put money on it, and then it'll let you know when it's, like, depleted. I wasn't given that option when I bought the Easy Pass. Of course you weren't, but it's definitely a thing. Yeah, you probably was angry. <laughs> she said you probably was angry. Robot. <laughs> right. He said, what do you Automated mean? Automated service, like, I guess he doesn't want to do this. <laughs> e- either way, this nigga's probably still at the motherfucking toll booth waiting on the cops to come right now. Because he, like he hit a motherfucking BMW, like a 2017 uh, shit. Uh, <laughs> Was he driving? Yo, he's so evil. Was it a black dude driving the BMW no, or a white guy? It was a black dude, and he oh, was like yeah. mad. And who was the guy yeah, driving? He done fucked um, up his rental. He was like some younger. I don't. It, it wasn't Indian, but he wasn't Arabic, but he was like darker skin. He wasn't black though. Uh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> he had that shit coming. Interesting. Um, interesting you say. Interesting you say that uh, because what? interesting segue. <laughs> no, I mean, so like, I was having this conversation online. Uh, with somebody that I know <laughs> in the chat the, room. <laughs> okay, is anybody is everybody familiar with like with Nav, the dude? He's the guy who's on fucking Beebs in the Trap. Yes. He's got a new little project. I just Abe and the yeah, that guy. He's oh, an uh, he's an Indian guy, okay. like um, Eastern Indian um, guy, and he says nigga all the time, like profusely. <sighs> okay, in his music. You mean like college? Yes, yes. A, dar- a little bit darker. He looked like actually there's pictures of him and they say he's like Khaled's little son or something like that. Said, oh, I know who you're talking about. Okay, yes, yeah, yeah. That guy with the gold frames and the cra- yeah, like yeah, that guy. How does that make you feel? I say that even though like historically nigga is of an American, you know what I'm saying, diasporic convention you know it's like it's from here it originated here yes but i feel like culture has spread it to just mean black people and then it spread to people of color so like i just it's like brown people it's hard for me to find an issue with it one time i was in college and i was like it was like my senior year i think we was outside like one of the little white clubs out there and uh, this dude like walked up to me and he was like, yo, my nigga, you. And I was like, yo, what the? F-? I turned around. He had like the slick hair. So I turned around. I was, like, I was about to hit his ass. He was like, no, no, I'm Sudanese. And I was like, oh, okay. You, all right, brother, what's up? <laughs> he African for real. Yeah, he African. So I was like, okay, that's cool. You know? And so if you're thinking about like the actual origin, like genetically, if you're talking about Sudanese, and North African people are okay. They mean they come from a very similar strain of like mixture of like African and Arabic from you know what I'm saying the other side of that water. You know right. what I'm saying from Saudi and from Iraq and from all that. You know Iran. So you don't you didn't have a problem with him saying? No, nah, I didn't have a problem with him saying. Do you and I, I don't necessarily find a problem with Nav saying it. Honestly, do you have a problem with somebody that was Puerto Rican saying it? Nah. <laughs> so. I mean, I kind of do. do. Okay. Like, it depends on what part of Puerto Rico he from, type shit. No, the whole Puerto Rico. The whole Puerto Rico. We the know how many Puerto Rico. Yeah, the whole I. I L no. could go down there and get lost. That's what I'm saying. Like, so, like. <laughs> but, because, but they're Spanish. But, exactly. but they're, they and, are. But they. And when they they find the um the convenience in not being black mm-hmm. they they love to take comfort in that so what's the what's the tribe that they're from the is the arawaks or the i don't know i don't know no but, but they they I are they know. are from they are from an indigenous Do black they know speak, that? like yes, people they, are, they won't say that have you though. seen the, the, the baseball players who are from puerto rico are like they all look like me and you you know what i'm saying like there's no but they're not gonna say that they came from it doesn't Africa. matter they don't have to acknowledge it it's there but, but that's choosing, part of the problem right right i mean yes i'm not saying it's not a problem i'm just saying those things are mutually exclusive to exist they both exist my thing is that you can't pick and choose. That's what exactly. white people right. Yeah, well, that's exactly. true. That's true, but it doesn't deny its existence. Though. If you can take comfort in not being black when you want to, don't try to come at me with the N-word. Please keep that over there. Mm, I feel that. Like choosing when you want to answer. Yeah, that yeah. way. Okay. Elle, do you have, a problem with, <laughs> you have a problem with anybody saying the N-word? Is all right if black people say the N-word? I have 
consciously tried to erase the N-word okay. from my vocabulary. Um, However. So ingrained in there. Bro, from, but it's like, what's wrong? And it's so yeah. ingrained in there from culture because I definitely Mm, never mind. I did grow up hearing it. My dad. Never mind. Um, but what's wrong with nigga? What's wrong with us saying nigga? I just, I just rather not. That's why. So you don't think you don't necessarily not. think there's anything wrong with it? You, you just personally rather not. I'm not going to like scrutinize black people for using it, mm-hmm. but all the same time, I just rather we not use it at all so that we can. Do you cringe when other people say it around you? Not really. It doesn't bother me like that, Mm -hmm. but I do wish there's a way to erase the use of it just so we could stop having this stupid conversation around who can use it and who Mm -hmm. owns it. And because honestly, what does the ownership of it do for any of us? It still means what it means, even if we try to pretend that it doesn't. Mm. So. That's how I feel. I hear you. But I, it means more than one thing, though. What are the meanings? What? Come on, Webster. What, you <laughs> what are the different meanings? I mean, you have the uh, historically, like, derogatory. Yeah, yeah. 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 But that's where it derived from. It wouldn't right, be Right, but what's more prevalent... That? I mean, there's no real measure of that. Let's not. I mean, I could, I, I, I could try to make the argument and, you know, get it down to a point, but I'm not even going to try to right. hypothetical you bullshit. Can't, you can't quantify that. Yeah, you can't quantify it. So, you know, but like at least in society, what is seemingly prevalent is our use of the word, which is, you know, a term of endearment or blah, blah, blah. But even we use it in. A, a a third a tertiary derogatory sense which is oh you being a nigga you know what i'm saying it ain't it definitely ain't the same as what the slave what the slave owner meant nigga right. but it's a second it's a secondary so, so at this point it's losing 2-1 i get it would you be comfortable if a white guy came up to absolutely not i'll stop shut up come on no 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 he oh, said white guy said but it's a it's an inner species it's an inner cultural thing if you're not from this like you can't say this so this girl that we actually all know um i got her a job at vinyl a while ago like when we first opened as a hostess and her first day she was telling a story she's of one of the spanish places also and she was telling some story and she said nigger in her story but on the in, floor in what context like telling the story yeah this nigga was like okay. something like that no. it, on the floor i mean mind you you're on the clock on the floor in front of other people but the owner happened to walk by my owner is irish mm. and and she was um like kind of talking to our gm too who is white he's from texas um so she got fired on the spot on the spot yeah because my my boss doesn't play that shit like he's no like slurs none of that mm. but it's just like interesting so then we we're talking about it like later me and the gm and he's like oh like months pass and i was talking to somebody else and like we were in the office whatever i was talking to like one of our black chefs and like it slipped out but i was talking to him also and he was like come on like don't say that my white gm mm-hmm. told me not to say the word because mm-hmm. it wasn't cool and I looked at him like nigga, <laughs> right? Because I right. was like, right, nigga. I understand where you're coming from, but that's yeah. not your place. Like, yeah, that's, no, yeah, that's what like I'm you're the last motherfucker to tell me right. that I can't say that right. word. And yeah. that's just how and I, I it was weird. Like, that was the first time that's ever happened to me. Is he trying to maintain like a zero tolerance policy? Yeah, basically. Yeah. But at the same time, like it made him uncomfortable. And like I get it, and I'm glad that's how you feel. <laughs> but at the same but I'm time, sorry that it like is what it it's, is. it's not it's, it's not your place. It's not brother. your place, right? But I understand why we confuse white people though. I get it. I do too. What do you mean? 
Well, because they're nosy and like <laughs> they want to be able to do everything. Mm-hmm. So like if we're going to use the word and, and I'll be like, nigga, like if I'm upset at you and I call you nigga and right. then the next day we're besties and I call you my nigga, like that's confusing. Right. Like, I uh, mean, I'm not, I'm not quite sure. C- could you read that back to me? <laughs> so you said <laughs> that he <laughs> said, why are you such an, an, a nigger? And then he said, that's why you my nigger? What? Right. I've definitely so it's it's hard because like in the my line of work I've always worked around the majority of you know folks that are lighter skinned than me white folks right and I was so, like <laughs> lighter skinned so much lighter um and it's even going back from when I lived in, in in Michigan it was kind of weird because like I have to me I don't feel comfortable that's the thing I don't feel comfortable like saying nigga in front of them. Right, because I don't want them to give the grounds to feel comfortable to say it back to me, mm. or like if I hear it out in front of uh, if somebody says it out and, and like a white people around, that's when I'll cringe. Mm-hmm. That's when I'll be like, Ew. same. When I listen to music right. that has like mm-hmm. nigga in front of white people, I'm like, oh god. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you gotta got the edited version. No, got the edited yeah, version. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> It makes me so. Good. Um, but no, so like I, I'm very. I try to be careful with how I say it, like when I'm around, you know, coworkers or, yeah. or stuff like that, right? Um, but I have like abs- accidentally let it like slip out, right? Mm. Like at, at a bar or something, getting hammered drunk, be like, "Yo, my nigga, get me something." And it's funny because I actually did it to one of my, my my friends, Chris, and he's white, and he like looked at me. He was like, "Did you just? Are we?" <laughs> no, Chris, we're not. Okay, just making sure. All right, I'll get you a drink. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty much how the conversation went. But, like I said, you got to be careful with it. Me, I don't have a, a, a um like, when I'm with y'all, when I'm with my people, I don't have a problem saying about it. Like, I, it, it, the word the N-word to me it will be here. It's not going anywhere. Like, to me, I'm sorry, Michelle, and I respect your ability to be able to cut it off and cut it out of your vocabulary. I mean, sometimes it slips. Right, but but, you, but you've made a conscious constantly. effort, right, to not say it. I haven't made that conscious effort, and I don't think I will. Only because, not only is it ingrained in culture, ingrained in society, ingrained in history. I'm gonna tell you a story. When I lived in Europe, right, um, I lived in in uh, in Montenegro, right, right outside Albania, right next door, right. Mm. Um, so when I lived there, I was literally. For a lot of people, the first black person they saw outside of YouTube or like on the computer screen, right? So I'm telling you about an experience. Jeez. I'm walking down the street. It's like one of my first few days there, and I'm like walking through the middle of the town, and I'm just like walking to get some fruit or whatever, right? And it's in the middle of the day, twelve o'clock, and um, so but there's mad people walking through the area, right? So there's this uh, uh this uh couple walking their son, and the son had to be about five years old. The son looks up at me, right, and says, Mommy, nigga. This is what they say. This is my my first couple days. Now I'm like taken back by it. And I'm like, what's up, little nigga? In my head, but I didn't say it. Um, But I went down to one of the beach bars and I had a conversation with one of the guys that was from there. And I had a conversation with him about it. I'm like, "What, what is the infatuation with the word nigga? And he's like, I'll be honest with you. Uh, he was from uh, America. He's from Michigan, as a matter of fact. But, um, you know, he grew up, like his family go down there to the summer. So I'll be honest with you. They don't know another word for black person outside of nigger. Mm-hmm. That's what they knew. Like, one of the bouncers there, he like, we're having a conversation going back and forth. He's like, yo, my girlfriend, she's like half me, half you, half Albanian, half nigger. And, like, that's just, that's how it comes out in conversation right mm. so it's just ingrained that's the word they know for black person and it's not derogatory it's not meant to mean any ill or, or or ill will or harm but that's just the word that they use to describe it so once i lived through that and saw how ingrained it was in their culture in their society this shit is not going anywhere nigga's not going anywhere it's gonna be here and i mean i'm gonna embrace it and 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 make the best out of it because i've been out and gotten into like fisticuffs, not fisticuffs, but like <laughs> issues. Fisticuffs, with- <laughs> man. <laughs> in-, in case with people that wanted to swing on me, right? 
And they thought they were, ooh, nigger. I'm like, that's we're in 1864. That's all you got for me, play? That's all you got? Like people trying to use it as a derogatory term. I mean, I'm in 1864. I was slapped the shit out of a motherfucker who called me nigger. I don't give no fucks. That is a in PSA. <laughs> I'm talking about in 1864 oh. or in 2017. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, this is a PSA to all motherfuckers who think they're about to be out here just saying the N word because Trump president, you will get your ass stomped out. <laughs> that is a promise and a like, guarantee. Like I said, fisticuffs. FedEx you the hands. <laughs> Amazon Prime you these hands in two days. <laughs> Yo, you gotta chill. <laughs> Not Amazon Prime. <laughs> We're shipping. Um, but I, I mean, leading into this, the conversation that we're having, um, so it actually played out um, on in, in regards to the NBA this 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 weekend. Um, so Andre Iguodala from the Golden State Warriors was interviewed, and he didn't play in the game. And his coach had held him, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, um, Draymond Green, the best players out for rest. Right, that was the given reason. And when reporters had asked him, he was. He was pretty blatant in his responses, whereas, I mean, if y'all want a dumb nigga, I'm going to play the dumb nigga. That's why. Like, he's, he's saying this out to reporters, right? Um, he's like, they want a dumb nigga, so I'm going to play a dumb nigga. I'm just, I, I did what the master said. I did what my coach said. Yeah. So, these comments got played back on NBA Countdown with Jalen Rose and Sage Steele and um, who else chimed in? Um, Michael Wilbon. And um, Stephen A. Smith weighed in on it, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, these are all black uh, 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 journalists and commentators in that uh, sports field, um, for those that don't know. But Sage Seal is biracial. Mm-hmm. Um, She's biracial. Right. Mm-hmm. She's biracial. So her, her mother was um, Irish and Italian, and her father's black. So, I mean, but if you see her... She's she's black. I've met Sage Steele before. She to me she was pretty. I mean it was only for like a brief moment. We had like a two minute three minute conversation. It wasn't about like her origin or her roots, whatever. But she seemed like pretty cool to me, right? So this um, weekend she kind of had a, like a lash out at Trey at um at Andre Iguodala, um, saying that black people shouldn't say shouldn't be saying the word nigga. That's the, one of the reasons why racism is still alive. How she doesn't consider herself black. <laughs> Because she's biracial. Mm. Yeah. Dumbass down. And she gets shade because not only was her mother white who married a black man, so she said her mother should be given credit for going against the grain. She married a white man. Listen, I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm not done. She said her husband should be applauded oh my God. for his bravery. Yeah. She yeah. said her husband should be awarded <laughs> for his bravery right now. Um, <laughs> for marrying a black woman yeah. and going against the grain and having, you know, mixed biracial kids who she doesn't consider black and she doesn't consider. Oh, come the fuck on. I'm sorry. What was her name? Sage Steel. Yeah. S A G E. Hello. She, she's still fine, but hey. Sage. She, it's ruined now. Yeah. It's ruined now. It's a wrap. Yeah. She cut herself off in the black community. Yeah. Like, you didn't, didn't even have to. Like I said, she cut herself off. At Sage dot at Fab is literally, Steel. folks. She's literally. Um, I, I'm low key. <laughs> you know, like, for a second, These I thought that she was hands. Michael Steele's, uh, Michael Steele's wife. Oh, no. Because I was like, the black nigga from RNC. Yeah. Because yeah. I was like, it would make sense. You know. I but mean, no. at least related in some way. No, it's not. Cool. It's no. not. That's not that. No. Two Uncle Tom ass motherfuckers yeah. married to each other. Uh, Michael Steele was the black head of the Republican National uh, Committee. Mm-hmm. And she went to Indiana University? Yeah. Man. That shit was mad racist over there. Yeah. What a cunt. Indiana is the last. What a fuck. West. So, but yeah, so she stated her opinions on Andre Goodall how, how the word nigga is keeping racism alive. How do y'all feel about that? <laughs> No. No. Sorry. You had me. Okay. <laughs> what about the racist motherfuckers? <laughs> right. Like what? What about the actual racist motherfuckers? That doesn't. I don't. She's even... like, no. Everybody just needs to be brave, How? like my husband, How? and marry more black people, and, and then go the, against the grain, and then racism will be dead. Live against. I just can't. I'm so annoyed. I'm just trying to piece together what she. Nah. Right. Uh, right. 
how to draw that conclusion. I, like, well, it's interesting because she feels like because she's not completely black, she's able to erase her blackness. Or why and, are you even commenting on it? Right. Why are you commenting on it when you don't want to be black, have separated yourself from the black community and do not consider your children black? Please go over there with your white babies. And that's the lead. I think I think that like we're bearing the lead talking about the word nigga. I think that's like way more like what you're you're a black woman. You're a black woman like Nick, my lighter skinned cousin considers himself black. Right. You are an actual black woman for you not to. Be proud of who you are and what you are and your father's like to if you want to put on for your Italian and your Irish side. Cool. That's I mean, that's part of you, too. But for you to completely disown your other half, because I don't know if you're not proud of it, if if it doesn't make you feel give you that ego boost in the field that you're in, or at least uh, the people that you're around make you feel like you're one of them. It that literally makes no sense to me. And that's bearing a lead, honestly. Um yeah, that's my two cents on that. Um, but, but what about Andre Iguodala? Do you have a problem with him saying the word nigga in front of the um, the journalist? He's fine. You think that's cool? <laughs> He's fine. Dave's cool with that. He's I mean, fine. if that's how he felt. That's a nigga. That's a nigga. That's a nigga. If he felt like he was, you know, being nasty to be boo-boo the clown, then speak your mind, boo. Yeah, man. Gotta keep it real, man. These niggas don't want you to be real. You know what I'm saying? You gotta keep it, keep it two thousand. You know. What do I'm you saying? have to though? Yeah, you don't have to. No, absolutely not. But if you can do it, because <laughs> you gotta do it for all the people who can't do it. You know what I'm saying? Like if you have, a, if you're in a position to do it and it doesn't jeopardize your position, you have to do it. You have to do it. Oh, that's Chuck. <laughs> I like can they really like what can you do by penalizing him? People curse all the time. Right. Like what can you really do? Right. How do you penalize Get him? Get fined 25,000. I think Draymond cuz I asked Draymond's opinion on it and Draymond was like <laughs> He was like I thought about what I could do with 25 grand. I thought mm-hmm. about if I would give it to y'all, I'd go out and buy myself a nice gift, go and buy myself a nice <laughs> watch. I'm going to go ahead and buy that nice watch and keep my mouth shut. That's what but I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> That's what sometimes it's sometimes not about the money, man. Sometimes it's like, I'm going to pay $25,000 to tell you guys exactly how I feel. Right. I think it was the point he was trying to make, too. Yeah. Like, he wasn't just dropping the N-word just to drop it. He was trying to make a point. Like, y'all are playing me like right. I'm mm-hmm. some porch monkey. Yeah, like I'm and, your nigga. I am not right, your negro. Like this nigga. is the plantation. <laughs> People are fed up, man. People are too fed up. Yeah, I mean, in this day and age, it's like people are just looking for a way to vent in any way, shape, or form. And anybody <laughs> in this day them, and age, and anybody that will give them a microphone or, or a camera to do so. Um, I think it's not even just venting. I think it's actually sticking up for yourself Mm. like it's like silence isn't like a thing anymore like or it's not like the wave whatever like people are sticking up and it's like not about money anymore sometimes it is but what's i mean like what's twenty five thousand dollars when you have a million dollar contract dave you saw i'm not your negro absolutely i saw it also yeah I, st- I still have that's the one movie I, I haven't seen that I want or the documentary that I want to see. I saw Get Out though now. Daddy. I did see Get Out. Well, Get Out was in a movie theater. I'm Maybe not your Negro, was it? Twice. What movie theater? Huh? What? I'm Not Your Negro. Yeah. And at the band. And at H Town. All right, so it's playing in Harlem. <laughs> All right. All right, so. I got to come to Harlem to see him. Get Out, what do you think? So I thought it was a good movie. I think I mean for the the production value was awesome. I thought um, for the four million that they spent to make a hundred and eleven million back to date, that's fucking awesome. Especially for um, for Man, Jordan, get to I the think movie. that's awesome. The movie, the movie was okay. I thought I liked the premise of it. It's different, right? So like I respected that. Uh, I just don't like the concept of being hypnotized because I don't believe in it. Uh. Mm. I like when you're spinning the cup, the thing around the cup. I'm like, bitch, what are you, what are you doing that for? So, do you feel like you can't like suspend? What is that called? Suspend your action of disbelief? What is mm-hmm. that shit? We learned that in English class a long time ago. I'm gonna look it up. But it's like, yeah, you you can't like just separate like your reality versus like what's happening in the film. Yeah, to enjoy just it. actually like yeah, live by the film's rules. 
like the the parameters that they've set? Well, the thing is, like, she made it just so simple, just to spin the uh, spoon around the cup one time. I think it was the tea. And then it's just also, like, oh my god, I can't move. Like, yeah, suspend disbelief. Disbelief. Um, temporarily allow oneself to believe something that isn't true, especially in order to enjoy a work of fiction. But um, I thought it was the tea also, mm-hmm. like the actual aroma. Yeah, I mean, it tea. was a whole, she she got his ass at dinner, hit him with the mm-hmm. ding, ding, ding. And then like when it got time to actually, you know, to actually uh, sit down with him, that was that she activated it, you know. So it, there's a bit of mysticism. It's a horror movie. So there's a, right. still a section of mysticism in it. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? You got to like, Jesus, Ken. What? <laughs> Do you not like Santa movies because Santa isn't real? What you mean? I think. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Spoiler, Spoiler alert. alert. I just don't. I mean, tap it on the cup and the nigga falls out. Boom! Hits the ground. Get your bitch ass up. Nigga. I think hypnotism was a good um, metaphor to use, though. Dude. If we're going to talk about the state of black culture. Right. And if this is a horror movie about getting over on black people hypnotism is a good way hypnotism to, and white women and women who are anything but black <laughs> but that's a different conversation for another day oh love to have you back for that one too um no i mean i thought that was funny just the not funny but comical just the you know when he went up in the drawer and saw all the um pictures of her just bagging all the black people all these like one two he's like damn bitch you said you only had one (laughs) like eight of these even had a girlfriend had a girl too yeah georgina that was her name poor georgina poor georgina um but no i like i like i said i like the concept of the movie if i had to give it like a uh, one to ten i'd give it like a seven and a half eight okay solid that's high i didn't say it was a shit movie (laughs) I know, but you you kind of critique the whole part, like the whole reason why the movie existed. Right. That, but that's what I'm saying. Like that's what made it like a little un, not believable for me. But like I said, or like you said, I, mean, I just can't separate myself from the reality of being hypnotized. But that goes into like what I'm saying. Like I don't, literally, I don't believe in hypnotism. I don't think I can be hypnotized. Maybe that's just me. Do you have y'all? Do y'all think y'all can be hypnotized? Would Probably. you take yourself to be hypnotized? I ain't fucking around with no stuff. <laughs> um, I'm not saying I don't, I don't mind know if doing I would it. Let myself be hypnotized, but right. I definitely seen like you know you go to those little like entertainment like resort things and niggas and, steal like, somebody watch and shit. Yeah, and I, sometimes I was like, oh, they're not, but some people be like falling asleep for real. Like I think it has to do with like your your mental strength. Yeah, like if you let it happen, I think it'll happen. Yeah, see. And a fucking and She gave like him the dog. oaky. She gave him the oak. <laughs> Shout out to Charles Ugly. What? Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> um, anything else that you were watching this week, this week Dave? Mm, nah, just, you know, same old shit. I'm, I'm just low key just been working and shit a lot, so I haven't really been watching anything but old run, um, you know, old shits of old runs of old souls and shit, so. I still, I still oh, yeah. have not seen. No, I, I, seen it. I was, I could have watched part two, but I didn't watch part one. Seymour. The Khalif Browder, yeah. You saw the first one, or you saw both of them? No, I just wanted to make sure everybody. Oh yeah, the Khalif Browder. <laughs> Good, thanks, Ty. I appreciate you. Um, yeah, I did. I, I like part two was on like five minutes after I finished watching them, but I was like, fuck, I didn't see part two. I didn't see part one yet, so um, I didn't watch it. But I definitely intend to because I heard it was fire. Hers mm. pretty good. It's good. You've seen it? I've seen part one. I fell asleep on part two. Okay. But that Without giving to too me, much away, like general synapses. Uh so far they've just covered how he got um like kind of his backstory. Um how he ended up in the situation that got him arrested and mm-hmm. then the beginning of the process of them I don't know all the right terminology for prison stuff but when they interview him initially when they got arrested and him telling his story i'm not guilty but um and they give you some some backstory with his family like his mom was dying he was adopted he's a foster child so yeah 
You just get a lot of his backstory. So how many parts? How many parts is it? It's six parts. Six parts. So okay. we got a long way to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just honestly, dog. Like I know the story very well, like very well, and I just don't know if I really want to put myself like yeah. if I'm just very quick to put myself through six layers of just despair. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, I know it's meant to be positive, bro, but it doesn't take away how what I say, how I feel, you know, about it. Like, it's just like, Why? I don't know. I don't know. Like, for me, the opposite for me was like, I'm not your Negro. I'm not your Negro is more uplifting. It, it, if it made you feel empowered, even though it does kind of like put the despair of what we went through and what we're still going through in our face, it just shows you like how there are people who can like push us through the threshold of like where we need to be and how we need to think and you know just progressing our people so like that that movie was great but yeah, yeah. yeah. Khalif's story just for me is terrifying like yeah. any given day like the people I love the most can walk out of the house and be arrested for nothing right. and end up mm -hmm. in a situation and it's happened and living through stuff like that is not fun and knowing that your loved ones have a higher percentage of being arrested is just it's not fun so scary but it's yeah. real scary reality yeah scary reality um closing up the tab for the evening um definitely want to thank michelle for coming by or, i'm sorry i want to thank elf coming by um definitely uh we, we can go to mix cloud and uh soundcloud i won't say that too loud for the you're welcome mix yes i have that down um and uh where can we find you on social media me, I'm underscore at o uh, at underscore o l. I know, I know, yeah, I know how to spell it. <laughs> underscore l o l. Okay. Awesome. O h e l l e. <laughs> and you have to type it just like that with the notes. Singing with pressing the button <laughs> with the notes. <laughs> Did y'all watch Burning Sands? Yeah. No, so I, I watched it this it. morning. Last I was gonna night. Till uh, like three in the morning. Yeah, I woke. I literally woke out to sleep at three, and I couldn't go back to sleep. So I started watching around five. I had to stop at. I had to stop. Yeah, but it's one of the better ones. Hmm. One of the better ones. Yeah. Nobody. Is that the movie? Is that the movie so Julio was talking about? Fun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll bring. Not him. <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> Shade somebody greek on here <laughs> chat wow, about it with that's a shot i don't know anybody from greece <laughs> <laughs> well, i'm fab and you're <laughs> uh, oh God. closing tab for the night um i like to use a quote from oscar wilde yes um one of my favorite ones nice. um be yourself why because everyone else is already taken Mm -hmm. um, thank you for joining us into the Last Call Podcast tonight. My name is Ken. I'm Fab. And I'm Dave. And you've been listening to the Last Call Podcast. Cheers. Drink water. It's good for you. It's great for you. AKA Oscar Wilde. AKA Wild Boy. I'm a motherfucking wild boy.